Hello, and welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. Each episode, we talk about a particular topic in the life of a professor. We are tenure-track faculty members in the sciences, working at a primarily undergraduate university in California. The purpose of our podcast is reflection, so we bring something we think is working and something we're working on to discuss. Welcome to the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. I'm Ruth. And I'm Claire. And today we're talking about colleagues. But first, Ruth, how was your week? My week was great. Um, I had, I don't know, like, I had a funny interaction with my youngest that made me laugh and then, like, continued to make me laugh for the next few days. So it's just very funny because it was Wednesday and I was like, come on, we're getting up and it's the middle of the week and we're nearly there. And trying to get them up in the morning is torture because it's dark. And so I was like, oh, oh, yeah, I guess it's Weeping Wednesday. And I was like, what? She was like, you know, in school, it's called Weeping Wednesday. And I was like, what do, what do you mean? And finally, we got to the bottom of it. And it was actually Wellbeing Wednesday. And so uh. I was like, I don't know why that just absolutely cracked me up. So she was like, yeah, I guess that's what we do. We have Weeping Wednesday. And so, yeah, it wasn't actually <laughs> Weeping Wednesday, which I was relieved to hear. But for some reason, that was kept me, kept me chortling all day. Oh, that's great. So, yeah. So tell me, how was your week? Uh, my week was good. Um, over here, we're just starting classes. Mm-hmm. And um, so I made my syllabus, which I know I, I plan to make in the finals week of the semester prior, but anyway, it didn't happen this time. So I was making my syllabus, and um, there were a couple things I was kind of scared to put on my syllabus, but I finally was like, no fear, just go for it. Oh, my God, I want to hear What's what these the things are. <laughs> like no mercy you're gonna be like sorry go ahead. no 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 things like like um we're doing a couple field trips and this project that my colleague designed a few years oh, ago yeah and i'm only somewhat comfortable with it myself but i think it's a great project and so i was like let's just do it so i put that on there um and another one is self-grading the exams which i think will be really cool i want to talk more about it once i've done it but i learned about it from my friend blaze and uh, it's something that the university of madison or wisconsin madison does a lot where the students um discuss the exam questions afterwards and come up with an answer and then score themselves on how close they got to that answer and so um it seems really cool because they like review the content and um and then give themselves a grade, and that, of course, lessens the grade load as well as then they review the content. So anyway, it seems really cool, um, but I've never I done it before, so I was kind of scared, this. so I just put it on the syllabus, though. No fear was my motto, making my syllabus. <laughs> I love this. That's I really want to hear about that. Of course, I'm, like, so negative, I already have 50 negative. I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> but anyway, let's say... Don't tell me episode. now. <laughs> no, but I think it's going to be awesome, and it's a cool experimentation, and... These are older students, or not older, yes, but you yes, know what these I mean, are, like further These are along. my 400-level students, so... Yeah, I think that's going to be awesome. Yeah, so I'm excited to, to, to give it a shot. And, and as Ralph points out, that's what tenure's for, taking riskier... Burning it down, Testing yep. riskier no. things, you know? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. <laughs> so. That's awesome. Um, okay, my quote... You, oh, yes, do tell. ...is also from... Um, a suggestion from Blaze. When Blaze was on, he did a Horstman's Law quote, and I have another Horstman's Law quote, which has to do with colleagues. So it's about communication. No matter what the situation is, work or home, professional or personal, boss or subordinate, it is always more communication that solves the problem or clinches the deal. And think about this. Communication is what the listener does. Oh. So anyway, I feel like 
I feel like I'm not quite at a place where I believe that the answer is always more communication, but I feel like where I am, I definitely need to move that direction. Um, and definitely, so we're talking kind of about colleagues because I at least am going back to more people being face-to-face on campus, and it sounds like yeah. you're having more face-to-face interactions too, and so that's leading us to have more colleague interactions. And um, so I'm just remembering the best way, I don't know, to, to have good communication. <laughs> Do you, well, interacting with people in three dimensions is a whole other It's thing. totally different. Yes, it really is. Yeah. But I, that quote is excellent, and I think... Yes, I too am like, do do you need more communication? <laughs> Maybe that's because I'm experiencing the first couple of weeks where it's like 50,000 emails about every minutiae from the students. So I'm like, it's more. But I think my big struggle in life is listening. Mm-hmm. I think I think listening is very important. And then I also think when I was thinking about this quote, I was thinking communication doesn't just mean talking and saying everything that comes. You know, it's like expressing the, th- the problems and the, the, the things that people are working on and why they're doing things. And that's what, maybe what I think we always need more of, you know? Yes. Yeah. So I anyway, like I don't know. So what, yeah, so I, when we were kind of talking about this topic, we were talking about how we're both having more interactions with people face-to-face and um, it's really nice to chat with them. It's the, the flip side is that it's kind of less efficient with work, totally. but we were both feeling like, Despite realizing that it's less efficient, there's lots of things. In addition to it being nice to chat, it's very nice to do lots of other things with these people. And like, like get there's lots of other benefits from being face-to-face and having these face-to-face communications. And we overall are finding it positive. At least that was the impression I was getting when we were discussing this topic. So what's working for you? With yeah, and like because I, I feel like for me, it's been this weird journey of this whole madness of the last few years where like... Part of me, when we started working at home, was like, oh, God, I'm just, like, much more efficient. Uh Because I was hyper-stressed and having the kids, and it was like, you know what I mean? And part of me was looking back at days in work, and I was like, did I really go for tea with people? Like, what a waste. Like, I could have been doing, you know, and (laughs) that kind of thing. And then you kind of come through that then, and, like, now that the kids are in school and there's, like, slight breathing room... I'm remembering that it was really beneficial. Do you know what I mean? And so there's some things. So basically, because I had COVID, I was not in work for like five or six weeks. Mm-hmm. And I've been kind of hyper trying to get these course materials ready for the course I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then this week I had to go into work for the first time in a long time. And it was weird. Like, it's kind of overwhelming. Like, I think I shared this with you, like, just getting out, the, like, to work in presentable clothes with food is like a whole thing I forgot how to do. But um, <laughs> I yeah. definitely didn't bring enough food the first day. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. But um, but then like I had this discussion, I'm like writing these labs and I had these amazing discussions with the lab techs. Everything went wrong with the first run of the lab and then we just figured it out on the fly and it just like all came together and somehow then Ooh. it was done afterwards. And Part of me, you know, beforehand was like, oh, like, I wish I could just do this at home. But I totally would have missed out on all of that. And it was just mm-hmm. so, like, so beneficial and so mm-hmm. useful to do that. But, I'll come to the but yet later. But yeah, like, chatting with people, it's so, yeah, just like creative stuff comes up that yes. you wouldn't anticipate. And you can't, like, schedule it in. You know, it's just... yeah. Yeah, so I think I schedule it in. It's not mm. something you would send an email about. It's not something you would decide to have a conversation. It's the things that just come up that end right. up being and really useful. 
or hearing someone's thing you're like oh I didn't know you were doing that that's so interesting and cool and like I never would have even known to ask you and so I think the thing that's working for me is re-remembering that and Mm re-remembering the benefits of Mm -hmm. like face-to-face interaction brainstorming and it's kind of funny because like okay I'm just going wild here but (laughs) it's a bit of this kind of supremacy culture where like the whole message right with science is that diversity is important because more brains but then I'm like yeah yeah I get that but then I'm like no I just want to work at home on my own (laughs) and I forgot that like oh yeah actually like having a conversation can be incredibly sure effective you know so I think like I did know that before but I definitely forgot it over COVID and so yeah you know and I think that's the kind of luxury that we didn't have during that time yeah. You know what I mean? So that's yeah. so, so that's funny. What's <laughs> Working alone is like the ultimate lack of diversity, isn't it? It's totally. just one it's just like, no, I am the only like impulse I need. And And that's not to say of course we can work with other people from home, but but these these meaningful things that we wouldn't even think to talk about come up more face to face. I totally Totally. Agree. Totally. And like how many f- emails would I have had to write about that lab? <laughs> To make, you know what I mean? It would. Yeah. It's just not the same, and I just can't believe how effective. And we were totally chatting the whole time. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And like catching up and just feeling like a human person in the world. So, yes. Yes. Yeah. Making those different. personal connections, having a, a yeah, definitely. Totally. Totally. So tell me, what about you? What's working for you? Well, it's kind of the exact same thing. Yeah, I was in lab, you know, setting up stuff for my students and there were a couple other faculty members around and just yeah we would get to chatting and not only was it really nice to connect with them which which it really was but also they they both mentioned things about how they were doing their own labs or how they were interacting with their research students that were totally different from how I was doing my labs and interacting with my research students and it was just really broadening for me to remember <laughs> that it's not just the one way that I do things that's the only way that could be done, you know? Right, and, and like so you're never going to write an email to the department and be like, please share how you're right. approaching, but it just, <laughs> yeah, it totally... Exactly. And so then I'm thinking, wow, like, so, so one faculty member uh, lets his students in the class take as long as they need to complete the lab. And he was saying, you know, we, we have, you know, maybe seven experiments we could do over the semester, but we don't have to get to them all. And oh. they kind of figure out how they're going to do the experiment to, um, you know, they, need, they know they need to quantify chloride, but they're not given any information on how. And so they have to figure out a way to do that. And that might take longer, it might take shorter, which is just the opposite of what I do most of the time where I say, okay, here's the procedure you're trying to follow, you know, and I... I, I I don't give it to them step by step, but I do say, take this procedure from this book and figure out how to make it happen in the lab. And that's just pretty much the opposite of what this guy does. And um, there's obviously merits to both. And so it's really cool to just think about what merits there are to what he's doing and what, what I don't know, it's just really broadening to be like, wow, that's just a completely different approach. And it's so exciting to hear about that, you know, so it really makes this- me a better instructor. 
as oh, well. for sure. And and even if you hear the thing and you're like, oh, and then you're like, oh, yeah, I don't want to do that. Like, it's right. still, then you're still. like more into the thing you were doing and that's better. But exactly. somehow in thinking about this, I forgot that we've been doing this the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, wait, Claire is a colleague. So sorry, I'm just realizing that now. And I'm very grateful I know, and that we, we have been this. virtual this whole time. But but we are doing more of a communication, like chatting kind of thing. Yeah. Maybe, it's, maybe that's a way to get around the virtual negatives yeah oh totally i don't know anyway yeah yeah <laughs> i don't think i i don't normally happen upon the conversations we have randomly with people do you know totally. what I mean? so yeah this is definitely i just i'm so glad we've had this lifeline me the too. whole time but yeah me too and i feel like this i feel like our podcast and these discussions is kind of part of what we've been missing with face-to-face interactions totally. we're having here and that's been very valuable Totally. And then because there is also like the Zoom rebellion a little bit where like mm. you're like, can I just do this in email? Because I I do appreciate Zoom for a lot of things, but sometimes my enthusiasm for it has waned. Do mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So totally. I don't feel like I would just get on to shoot the breeze with someone. Totally. You know I mean? Totally. So, yeah. yeah. You know what it makes me think of, though, is like sometimes we have these meetings and there'll be a little moment. I don't know if if this is a common thing with meetings you're in, but where it'll be like, what was a fun thing that you all did over break or something like that? And sometimes my reaction is like, come on, let's just stick to the topic. But really that's kind of fostering these kind of casual conversations that we are missing. So I think it could probably be effective. Totally. And I wonder, is this a bigger, like, not necessarily an indictment of, online interactions but just of the time crunch that everybody has been okay. under because of the pandemic and mm-hmm. how yeah we have to be like okay are we done with bob's holiday story like i need to like you know <laughs> that but like not appreciating that so yeah yeah that's a good point yeah okay so is it wait is it yeah what or? are you working on oh okay um yeah so then i but i feel like okay so i see that i see the benefits i'm into uh-huh. it and then I also still see the benefits of staying at home and okay. the kind of teaching situation I'm in at the moment is a little bit of a time crunch mm-hmm. and I still have pandemic issues like the kids haven't been able to go to after school mm-hmm. because we're having this huge surge and you know so I still have like this time crunch situation which means sitting at home and just powering through recording lectures is mm-hmm. more effective mm-hmm. so I'm definitely thinking a combination might be the way to go okay for sure um but then again like there is this thing of like I, this is becoming not colleagues and just being at home or not or being at home mm-hmm. but there is something sometimes being in work feels more relaxing because it's like I don't have to do the dishes on my break right or you know that kind of thing but so another thing I'm working on is I'm having like in this new situation and meeting a lot of new people I have opportunities coming up for collaborations okay cool with colleagues which I'm super into but I'm really scared of I just have the fear mm-hmm. about getting into these things with people and so I kind of feel like I'm getting inspired and I'm like oh yeah and then I just get this fear of over committing to things and like I had an opportunity right when I left Humboldt or where we were sorry I can't remember <laughs> now if we say where we were or not. sorry I'm like the secret code of where we were but um and it was really great. And then it just kind of fell apart because I couldn't attend meetings because we were moving. And mm. you know what I mean? So I think that's one thing I'm working on is 
getting a bit more confidence to sort of put my oar in and be like, yes, I would like to be a part of this, you know, and mm-hmm. not having the fear of messing that up. And then also the other thing I'm working on is differing styles of approaching work. Okay. So like for me, I'm pretty uptight and I like to do things early mm-hmm. in case doom happens. Uh-huh. Do you know what I mean? And so recently I've been working with someone and they work extremely effectively but like closer to deadlines. Do you know what uh-huh. I mean? And and there's no like inherent judgment in that. It's just I can't function close to deadlines. So like mm-hmm. I you know what I mean? So that's another thing I'm musing on. Interesting. Is how to navigate that. So yeah, I think all of that sums up into the dynamics of working with people mm-hmm. and like being clear about like I listened to your episode of Blaze and in the beginning you said something about like feeling like a parasite. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And I think that's my inherent go-to is that I don't have anything to contribute. And you I feel that way like when you're in a collaboration, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so just having that little bit of fear. And then also there is a thing like about, there's an appealing thing sometimes about teaching where you're the boss of your own classroom and you can do things your way. And mm-hmm, Definitely. I don't know if I work that well with other people. You know what I mean? <laughs> so like, just in terms of things like that, like... Yeah, anyway, okay, so that was a lot I just put on your... <laughs> no, you no, that's a lot sort all that out for me there? <laughs> Tell me well, how to do this. Well, first like... of all, we've worked together on this podcast a long time, and we've worked together on some classes we've co-taught. Yes. And I definitely felt like you do work well with other people oh, as well. I'm like, that's so... different, though, but yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. I'm like... Um, but yeah, I mean, it sounds like a lot of the things you're mentioning are time things. Like, yeah. you would prefer to work at home to bust out these lectures because of the time crunch, and you are worried about committing yourself to some collaboration because you might not have the time to fulfill on the obligation or whatever. So, I wonder if that's the crux of the issue instead, you know? I think it is, and somebody I talked to recently, because I was having a meltdown about whatever... And they were like, it's not going to be like this forever. And I think mm-hmm. maybe I just need to settle down because like as much as, you know, we're going back more and stuff like the pandemic isn't over. Right. You know, so like I do still what I interpret as I you're a hot mess and you can't do anything. It might be you're still kind of recovering from COVID and your kids have been home a lot. You totally. know, and so I think maybe maybe I just need to settle down and wait. I think that makes sense. Yeah, cut yourself some slack. Um, And also, I don't see anything wrong with saying, hey, I just want to bust out these lectures, so I'm going to stay home and bust them out because that's the most effective way to do it. Whatever the situation, probably particularly when it's a pandemic and you don't have as much time. Um, But but any time, you know, there's some things, I think we've kind of, that's kind of been a theme of the episode is like, sometimes you want efficiency and sometimes... There's really cool, creative things that come out of not being in an efficient just, situation. I don't know why I'm laughing. This is like the theme for me for the whole podcast we've done. Okay. Which is I'm like, no, there's a right answer. Uh-huh. Like which, which one is it? And I guess this is the thing I don't like, but there is just a gray area. And like sometimes it'll be this and sometimes it'll be that. And I guess I so. Get more comfortable with ambiguity, I think. Yeah, like just because efficiency is excellent doesn't mean it's always the answer because then you get into what, you know, 
some of us felt in the pandemic of just busting out as much as possible, as efficient as possible, and in all the time we can. Yeah, I don't totally. know. That's interesting. Okay, I'm having epiphanies live <laughs> on air. It's happening. I'm realizing some things. But wait, tell me, tell me your things you're working on. Okay, well, I'm working on... I feel like I lost some of my skill at listening to other people while not doing, you know, while being in this efficiency mode. Um, I love that about you. <laughs> like, I literally just told you the biggest soup of lunacy and you're like, okay, so this, this and this. And you like totally could distill it down and actually listen really well. So, but anyway, well, thank sorry. You. <laughs> I guess. So it's happened a couple times just in the past few days. I've only been working face to face in the past few days. And I feel like I've been having conversations where I am not as good at considering the possible positions of the person I'm talking to before I say something. So like we were talking about this new program we were trying to develop. And I was like, okay, here's what I think it should be, blah, 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 which, you know, it's good to have my ideas and to communicate my ideas. But I kind of forgot to like listen to what the other person might have to say. Um, and another thing, we were talking about a class schedule conflict, and I was like, oh, I just want to make sure this doesn't happen again, but I kind of forgot I was talking to the person that was in, had done like so much work to ensure we had the minimum class scheduling issues. Um, so anyway, just things like that where I'm, uh, yeah, it's good to know what I'm thinking and express it, but I just need to get back up to speed with real-time interactions and trying to make sure that I'm thinking about what the person that I'm talking to might think about the matter and listen to their thoughts, you know? Dude, <laughs> I feel I'm like I just so need to glad. get into practice again. Yeah, I'm so glad you're bringing this up, though, because it's, it's, like, it's real. The struggle is real of re-emerging into the world mm-hmm. and interacting with people. Like, the first couple of times in particular, I remember be, just being like, I'm so weird. Like, I, that was the weirdest <laughs> conversation. Like, I'm so... And didn't we record an episode together in person before I left? Oh, we did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely found it's like this other layer of distraction, like cognitive load, just mm-hmm. like being in a space with someone else. Like, mm-hmm. it really is a whole other thing. And like yeah. we got into this whole email mode of communicating about everything. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then, yeah. But I, I'm sure, I'm sure, A, I'm sure you're like kind of exaggerating maybe. <laughs> like I, I'm having a hard time imagining you being like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> you know, but, but I know what you mean. It's definitely, it's a whole other thing that's going on yeah. to interact with people. I had a friend who the first time she hung out with other people, there was like a lull in COVID, I guess, instead of mm-hmm. saying the pandemic was over. But, And she said to the next day she felt hungover and had mm. not drunk, but actually felt just like the stimulation of being mm-hmm. around other people in totally. person was so much. Totally. But totally, it's a whole thing. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, definitely. And, and with emails, I feel like there's plenty of time obviously to mm-hmm. consider what you want to say and you know but then if you're and obviously we can have real-time interactions on zoom i don't know that's a little different so anyway yeah it's just 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 getting back up to speed and working working those muscles that we maybe have forgotten about totally but there's so many things too like you were saying just like bringing enough food to the office and <laughs> like so many things that used to just be i heard from a few people like who went on vacation too and they were like 
I guess they were people who traveled very regularly for work mm. and then just completely forgot how to do that. Oh, thing, sure. Yeah, which that is makes just sense. These things that if you asked us pre-pandemic, like skills that you have, like packing enough food to bring out in the world is not <laughs> yeah, something I can't. To that. <laughs> totally. So, yeah, it's a whole a whole thing. Totally. But yeah, it's. um. Yeah, it's weird. It's definitely it made me it makes me appreciate the luxury of life that we had before the pandemic where we would because I remember you and me used to go for lunch once a month. Mm hmm. And we didn't, like, have an agenda or anything. It was just to chat. Yeah. And, like, that, so totally. many positives came out of that. Yes. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Exactly. And so that's a, that's kind of maybe my main takeaway from all this is that that is valuable and worth doing. And in our craze for efficiency over the past few years, I maybe have forgotten that. Need to remember it. Yeah, me too. And the same thing, because, like, with that lab, I initially was, like... I, in my head, I was like, sweet, I'm going to get this done in like 30 minutes and then I'll uh-huh. be back home and then I'll be recording lectures. And then it ended up taking a lot longer and like I could feel my resistance to it. But like then it was so much better, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, yeah, maybe there'll be gaps where we can let that stuff blossom again. Yeah, yeah. We'll get our super sweet communication skills. Yeah, back dialed back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, because I'm teaching online still, Uh but then we're meeting in person in a couple of weeks for a lab day. Okay. And so I find myself really, like at first on paper, I was like, can't we just do this online and do we have Mm -hmm. to? But now I'm like, oh, it'd be really cool to meet these people. And totally, you know, I had been recording lectures for them without having interacted with them at all. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like shouting into the void. And even after sure. meeting them on Zoom, it feels so much more Yeah. like, yeah, I just don't. It's so interesting with the online teaching. Like at first you're like, sweet, I could use these lectures forever. or I could send uh-huh. these out into the world. Like and you, you just can't. Like you still need a relationship mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to make it totally. work. So, yeah. I'm super excited. I'm scheduled to teach lectures even face-to-face starting next week. And I'm ready to Ooh. wave my arms around in front of students and stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Just, you'll just have to get out of your pajamas first. That's all. Exactly. And bring enough food for the day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. Are you teaching? So you're teaching a lab class and it's the lectures that go with it exactly. in person? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yep. So That's everything exciting. is supposed to be face-to-face for that. Wow. Yeah. I can't wait to hear how that goes. That will be exciting. I'll let you know. Thanks, Lara. All right. Thank you, Ruth. Thanks so much for joining us on the Professor Podcast with Ruth and Claire. We're delighted to have you as a listener and we would love to hear from you. And if you want to email us, our address is contactprofessorpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear any of your suggestions for future shows or professor quotes that you might want to share with us, or even just things that have come up for you when you were listening to previous episodes. And if you've been enjoying the podcast, we would love if you would spread the word. So the best way to spread word is by telling people, you know, if you think they should listen to it, or you can leave us a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks so much for joining us and we'll see you next time.